and welcome 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 to another live episode of mango podcast live radio thank you very much for joining me tonight remember that i'm here every wednesday 5 30 p.m new york time 6 30 p.m dominican republic time and 11 30 p.m sweden and spain and also to remind you that i always upload every mango podcast live radio episode on youtube and my different podcast platforms thank you so much for listening so today's episode it's going to be a little different from what i usually do you know that i play music and then i talk about something and i share different um events that are going on and very interesting activities as you guys know this week was the international day of women's rights or working women i mean working women in the sense that the origin of the date is because of uh, working class women protesting against unfair conditions in in factories and so on so i already posted something about my feelings about this date on my instagram account so i want to use today's opportunity to talk about a very important and special case and situation that is going on around the world especially in some countries in latin america we celebrated when argentina got their abortion rights but unfortunately abortions are completely banned in honduras el salvador nicaragua and the dominican republic which means that it doesn't matter if the woman's life is at risk it doesn't matter if the pregnancy is the result of a rape or incest and it doesn't matter if there is a fetal malformation which makes the survival of the fetus impossible abortion is completely illegal so i want to talk about manuela in el salvador el salvador is together with Nicaragua and Honduras have very, very aggressive anti-abortion laws. <clears throat> so, Manuela, right, her case, um, it's a very, very sad and important case. And I want to start by, you know, trigger warning. I, I don't want you guys to feel uncomfortable. Um... So I just want to start by have, saying that disclaimer. Okay. So Manuela was a low-income woman who lived in a rural area in El Salvador. And she didn't even know how to read and write. She, uh, she lived in a very, very um, rural area. And she was poor. Okay. So she had like a very very strong abdominal pain and she decided to go um, to the toilet well not to the toilet uh, because in the in the rural area where she lived there was no toilets but she decided to go uh, to the latrine 
And when she went to the latrine, she passed out. And she didn't know that what she just had was an an emergency, an obstetrician emergency. Okay, um, pregnancies are very fragile and vulnerable. Like, even if you're want, if even if it's wanted, a, a miscarriage could happen at any point during a pregnancy, and it has nothing to do with what the mother did in some points in the pregnancy, especially if the pregnancy is before week 18th and week 12. Okay. Um, then she goes to the hospital and in the hospital, she didn't get the attentions she deserved. She didn't get proper health care. And then the hospital personnel called the police and accused her of trying to perform an abortion on herself. Keep in mind that abortion is completely illegal in El Salvador. So she was pretty much handcuffed to her bed, to the hospital bed, without getting proper care and accused of a crime that first of all it shouldn't be a crime in the first place and second of all she didn't do it okay that's another thing it's very very common for 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 people to find out they're pregnant months later okay and so keep in mind manuela she was a, a woman who came from a very underprivileged background she didn't even know how to read and write she came from a very rural area in El Salvador. So she was sent to be judge, right? And in her trial, there was a lot of irregularities, right? For example, um, there was a lot of like sexist remarks and, and gender stereotypes. And also there were a lot of like irregularities and she was then after this very horrible horrible trial she was sentenced to 30 years in prison Thirty years in prison, and she was charged, and her supposed crime that she was getting thirty years for was aggravated homicide. Okay, but then she. Um, she wasn't she went to prison unfortunately and then while in prison she had lymphatic cancer and she died in 2010 
she didn't receive any type of medical treatment for her cancer and she died in 2010 there's been a lot of fighting for for this case and today there was um, a hashtag in Spanish justice for Manuela as a form of online protest and she had two children by the time she was uh, um, a trial and sentence they were nine and ten she was the only support of those children because the, the father of those children abandoned her she she didn't have access to education because of social inequality her two first um the the first two times when she gave birth to her two children she gave birth at home and all of this injustice and all of this accumulated injustice and there was an investigation of course and what happened something that happened was that uh, she had some like stomach aches and tiredness and then she went to a, like a a health a healthcare center and they diagnosed her with gastritis right but they didn't check that you know if she was pregnant or anything like that um and another thing that they discover like in the investigation is that you know she had preeclampsia symptoms and as i mentioned at the beginning of this episode a pregnancy is something very fragile you could have a miscarriage at any point during a pregnancy and there's a point in the pregnancy that it doesn't matter what you do you could have a miscarriage especially all of the way up to week 12 there's nothing it doesn't matter what you do you could have a, a miscarriage and she didn't have the economic means to hire a lawyer she had like public defenders who she hardly spoke with and they according to her family they didn't listen to what to her version of what happened they didn't listen to her so and there's like there's been like 
fighting there's all of this feminist group have been going all the way to human rights commissions to fight for this case and it's been almost 10 years and there are like cases countless cases like this in countries where abortion is not completely legal especially in countries where abortion is completely banned like honduras el salvador nicaragua and the dominican republic rich women get abortions poor women die because of course i'm not gonna give you guys much details because i i want to respect the identity of the people who have told me but the only thing i'm gonna say is that if you have the money you can get an abortion in my country so the situation in my country in the dominican republic is also that is completely banned right now we're fighting for at least having exceptions to the abortion law that's the first step that we're fighting now um there's the case of esperancita it was a very very famous case back in 2012 esperancita was 16 years old and she had leukemia and she was refused treatment because they found out she was nine weeks pregnant and they refused to give her treatment because the chemotherapy could have killed the fetus at the end of the day both esperancita and the fetus died and there's so many cases like that and then you start thinking about all of these horrible abortion laws and again i um and this platform is pro-choice a hundred percent pro-choice but at the same time we believe in reproductive justice and in a future episode i'm going to talk more about reproductive justice and sterilizations but all of these anti-abortion laws what's the purpose of them is it to protect who because it's not to protect the fetus it's only to control women it's only to control women and i think that i want to use and invite people during this week of the commemoration of the 8th of march to think about countries like mine who have this horrible anti abortion laws and i want to use this opportunity to invite you to support these activist groups as much as you can 
I'm always sharing information on my Instagram histories. Sorry, <laughs> Instagram stories. They sound like histories because you know you're telling a history in your Instagram. Okay, in my Instagram stories, I'm always sharing information and resources of groups that are working on these issues. So I invite you to please, please check them out. Thank you so much for listening. Oof. I'm sorry, today's topic was a little rough to discuss and I didn't have a music pause, but I just wanted to use the time wisely and to talk about this case that is very, very important to talk about. I will upload this episode on my different podcast platforms and of course on YouTube. And every time I upload my episodes, I always include links with um sources and also with resources and places where you can get more information about the subject thank you so much for listening please don't forget to subscribe to comment and share i'm here every wednesday 5 30 p.m new york time 6 30 p.m dominican republic time and 11 30 sweden and spain all of the links are available on my Instagram bio and also all of my links are available on mangopodcast.com which is my official website. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much for joining me tonight and I see you next week. Remember next Wednesday. Bye. Mm-hmm.